Hey, what's up, y'all? How's it going? Today's episode is going to deal with holding yourself accountable for your own healing, doing the work, and spiritual bypassing. This week, I had a pretty interesting conversation with my therapist. I also started doing work. It was my first session with an amazing spiritual worker for a spiritual life coaching deal. And I've been realizing that I do a lot of bypassing the hard work. It's something I'm working on. It's something I've been working on, but it's still in there. So y'all, I'm going to chat a little bit about that today. And I got some yerba mate in my cup. So I'll catch you on the other side of the break. Yo, what's good, y'all? I'm Elle, and this is the Spiritual Tea Time Podcast, a place where you can find a break from your day and food for your soul. I appreciate you for joining me today for this episode. I'm hoping it's not going to get too heavy, but it might because the things that we do in order to avoid the things that we need to do can get a little heavy sometimes. So let's just, let's just jump into it. So I've been on this spiritual journey for a while and throughout I've been realizing a lot of the things that I do that aren't really beneficial to me or my life's path. When I was having a conversation with Remedy, um, spiritual worker that I work with she we got on the subject of instances in which we felt like my voice was silenced and I'm not going to get into all of the details all the nitty-gritty like y'all my life has been pretty wild but I needed to speak with my mother to talk to her about something that happened when I was very young in order to break free and release this mm, pattern that I've been holding throughout my life. So I have this wonderful tendency to sabotage myself, to not trust my intuition, and when I'm involved in situations that need to be confronted, I shrink up, right? As far as my coping mechanisms go, I've run the gamut of 
unhealthy coping mechanisms. I've used drugs. I've used sex. I've used drinking. Uh, basically, <laughs> for all intents and purposes, I'm an ostrich. I like to bury my head in the sand, bury my head in the bottle, whatever you want to say, in order to not deal with the challenging things that will, in the long run, make me a better person and a more functional human. So... Literally, as soon as I ended this Zoom meeting, the first thing that I did was call my mom. And when I called her, I felt quite empowered, right? That's not normally a state that I exist in, a state of empowerment, a state of wanting to speak my truth. It's hard, and it's something that I'm working on, and it's something I've been trying to bypass for years and years and decades and um, can I say my entire life? So I get on the phone with her to have this tough conversation. And when I was talking to Remedy, one of the things that she said was, it might not end up the way you want it. You might end up, you know, getting rebuffed. You know, basically, it might not matter to this person that has caused so much trauma in your life. So, you know, I was, I was mentally prepared for that, but the conversation blew up. When I tell you it blew up, I mean, it went off the rails. It was absolutely insane. I'm not going to say there was yelling from my end per se, but I mean, there, there was some intense emotion. There were some feelings and it was hard it was hard. And this entire week, I've really been paying attention to the spiritual bypassing tip, this, you know, kind of jumping over the things that I really need to do. So I was determined to see it through and just speak my piece. A little later, luckily, I guess, luckily, um, she called me back. And since then, our relationship has felt different. Is it going to stay there? I don't know. Will I have to reassert myself? I don't know. But this is one of those things that I've been trying to bypass for so long that it's actually been causing chaos in my life. So let's wrap back around to what spiritual bypassing is. Essentially, it's when there is shadow work that you need to do, something that's holding heavy on your heart, boundaries that need to be asserted, whatever it is in your walking life that is challenging to do. And basically you try and love and light yourself into just ignoring the problem. It also shows up in procrastination. I mean, I'm a Sagittarius. I understand procrastination happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to look at procrastination like a personality trait, but I mean, it feels like that sometimes. When a task feels so overwhelming, when, do you, when you want to get that perfect result or when you put yourself in a place where you always expect perfection, there's a tendency for some people to just try and ignore it altogether, to put it off into the last minute, to not kind of delegate your tasks. 
And this is something that I've seen a lot. That's bypassing, right? Ignoring, not holding yourself accountable for the commitments that you decided that you were going to show up for. So in taking stock of all of these little instances where I put my head in my sand in in the sand, I decide that like, ah oh man, I just really need to take the edge off. This will be easier. And that just kind of leads to me not doing anything or assuming that a problem will handle itself without asserting my boundaries or standing up for myself or standing in my truth. I noticed how often it happens. It's constant. It's ridiculous. I urge any of you that are listening to look at your life for, I don't know, a week, two weeks, whatever, and really pay attention to those tiny little spots where you are pushing things to the side, maybe waiting until later, or even negative talking yourself into a place of stagnation. So now that I've talked about what the symptoms are, what some of my personal coping mechanisms are, let's talk about some of the different ways that I've been working on to jump over it, right? So in my life experience, everything has basically boiled down to what we are taught, right? A lot of things in our life are learned and those coping mechanisms are learned that want and need to stay silent and stay quiet. Uh, The thing that I'm thinking of here is like a duck floating on the water, right? It's like on the surface, you look at the duck and it's swimming smoothly through the water, gliding, everything's parting as it just breezes on by. But if you take a glimpse underneath the water, you see these little duck feet (laughs) just working like crazy, bicycle pedaling, going all over the place, pushing the water out of the way. But on the top, everything looks and feels perfect, right? Graceful, smooth, and easy. And that's my best comparison for spiritual spiritual bypassing, that going insane underneath the water, in your head, in your life, everything feels like it's falling apart. But from the outside, people who see you are like, wow, wow, that person's got it together. Like, they're doing a really good job. When in actuality, that's nowhere near the truth. And deep down, I feel like most of us understand that If we were able to live authentically, speak authentically, and feel authentically, then the top would match the bottom just a little bit better. Everything would become easier. I know I mentioned last episode about how life is a trust fall, and 
that's basically where we are in this spiritual bypassing realm. You've got to trust. You've got to know it's going to hurt. You've got to know it's going to be uncomfortable because it'll be difficult. And just, I don't want to say push through it because that seems so harsh, but understand that if you never hold yourself accountable, you will never see the results and feel the results of your healing work, your shadow work that you actually want to see. You know, one of the things that I used to amp myself up and I say pretty often is the hardest part of learning how to do a handstand is learning how to breathe upside down, right? It's, um, it's weird, but if you've ever tried to do a handstand for any prolonged period of time, you know, if the arm strength is there, if the core strength is there, if your body is lined up, you know, your shoulders are locked in, there's no injury there, the physicality of a handstand is easy. But being upside down, the feeling of having everything that you know turned on its head, literally and figuratively, is most uncomfortable. And that's the same place that a lot of us get to when it comes to handling the heavy things, those things that we have been passing up for so long. The first thing that I can say when encountering the urge to spiritually bypass something is to take a break, take a moment, right? Don't busy yourself with whatever bullshit busy work that you think will get you um will get you that feeling of achieving something even though you've achieved absolutely nothing. Really pay attention to those triggers. Walking around and feeling your shoulders getting tight, feeling your head swimming with to-do lists, etc. Let it go for just a moment and feel. Feel how tight your chest gets when you think about that person in your life that you need to confront or that situation that is draining you and sucking the energy out of you but you still keep dealing with it because that feeling of being drained is familiar. That's something you picked up along the journey, something you've gotten used to, right? Breathing standing up versus breathing in that handstand position. And when those feelings come up, try your best not to resist. This all goes back to surrender. Spiritually bypassing is a different branch on the same tree that holds control that control in your life that you want to hold on so tightly to, this normalcy that you are accustomed to, whether it's healthy or not, normalcy 
is where we want to stay. Whatever your baseline is, is where you really want to stay. And that's not always the healthiest option or even where spirit wants us to go. As you sit and breathe into these feelings, it might legitimately feel like you're going to have a panic attack. I felt that before. I felt like many times I felt like an elephant was sitting on my chest and I didn't know what to do. And in that moment, I asked myself, what is this feeling that I'm feeling? And then silence. Why is this so hard for me? Silence then. When was the first time I felt this feeling? And then by the end of the meditation, I've come out with a greater understanding of what I've needed to do, as well as the courage to move forward. Now, even past spiritual bypassing, let's talk holding ourselves accountable. I understand giving yourself grace. I do it all the time. I do it with cleaning my house. (laughs) I do it with the little mess ups. I even do it in the realm of spiritual bypassing. Like, hey, I'm used to this. I'm used to this. Let's, um, let's give, let's give a little grace for the situation. Don't beat yourself up because you should never beat yourself up. But holding yourself accountable is something completely different. In my time working through coming out of depression, coming out of a situation that caused me a lot of panic, one of the things that I picked up along the way is breaking things down to very small, very small steps that you can move forward. I know everybody always says baby steps, but really think about baby steps. What is a baby step? It's one scared, wobbly little movement, putting one foot in front of the other, and eventually that baby learns how to run. For an example of baby steps, I'm going to take this podcast, for instance. This terrifies me. This terrifies me. It terrifies me to put myself out there. And... You know, I've done all the things, I've wrote all the notes, I've organized the everything, but when it comes to taking that first little step, that first little baby trust fall, I freeze every single time. Every week, every day, I freeze before editing. I freeze before getting my things together. But if you can cover up the majority of your to-do list and just think about that one next thing eventually that will lead to something greater if you want to get a new job hold yourself accountable for five minutes per day of working on your resume if it is if it is super hard for you commit to five minutes per day Eventually, 
Those five minutes will turn into your resume being completed. Accountability. If your caveat is speaking up for yourself, setting boundaries, not being a doormat, all of those things that feed your spirit, right? Having that healthy sense of self, then tell yourself the next time a company, you know, loses your package in shipping, say, tell yourself, I will stand up for myself just this one time. Start with writing the email. When they try and tell you, oh, it's not our fault, we don't this and this and this and blah, 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 blah. Start with collecting your evidence and replying. Everything is a series of baby steps in order to hold yourself accountable. You know, a few sessions ago, I was talking to my therapist and she said to me, well, rewind a little bit. I was talking about the one of the situations that I'm in with my ex-husband. Um, and I said, you know, I've been going through this with him for longer than we've been married. It's a li- longer than we were married. It's a, it's a little ridiculous at this point. I realized that those numbers, those amount of years are equal and you know, as of this month, I'm tipping into the point where we've been going back and forth for longer than we were even a couple. <laughs> and she asked me if it was a pattern. And I thought about it for a little bit and I said, you know what, it is a pattern. I've been doing this in essentially every single relationship that I've had for my entire life. And she said, what's different this time? And when she said that, something clicked inside of me. I sat there for a minute and I thought and I thought and I thought and eventually I started crying just a little bit because you know that's what you do, right? (laughs) When things are hard. That's what I do when things are hard. Um, And I said, this time I'm fully committed to my own healing. And in that moment, I realized that even everything with everything that I had been doing with speaking my truth, establishing boundaries, getting back into therapy, working on my mental, working on my self-love, I still wasn't 100% holding myself accountable. Things are still pretty sporadic sometimes. I still go back and forth on a lot of things. And fast forward to, you know, about a month later when I'm having this conversation with my mom, having this conversation with Remedy right before that, I realized that I haven't been holding myself accountable you know, go with the flow, this and that, yada, yada, yada. 
but in order to really hold yourself accountable, you need to approach your spiritual goals like you approach brushing your teeth. You need to approach your spiritual goals as you approach getting dressed for work. You need to approach your boundaries the same way that you do feeding yourself. It has to be consistent, confident, unwavering commitment to trust falls over and over and over again. I receive a lot of intuitive guidance that I just don't pay attention to sometimes. You know, I read my own cards. I meditate. I speak to my ancestors. I speak to my spirit guides. I set petitions, all of that wonderful, esoteric, gloobly glop. And I've been told by many a spiritual worker, many of those kind of alchemist style signs from the universe, like some random person coming up to me and saying something that completely relates to the situation that I'm going through. But I get scared, right? I get scared and I don't want to dig in because when something is just a little too far outside of the comfort zone, I bypass, I skip over it, I stick my head in the sand, I say, you know what, I need to do this, but God, it's so fucking hard, or God, I really need this, but I mean, it would just, it would feel good just to, you know, have some wine and just sit on the couch instead of really exploring why I allow myself to build relationships that drain me or tear me down. And then you've got to sit and deal with that elephant on your chest. I've got to sit and deal with the elephant on my chest and think, well, how can I do better? But when the answer comes, I freeze. So spiritual bypassing and not holding myself accountable for my own goals in my energetic life, my spiritual life is something that I struggle with heavily. If you listened all the way to this episode, it might be something that you struggle with heavily as well. Share with me. Talk to me. Let's chit chat. And learn how to hit the nail on the head. I don't know how to charge in head on, how to just chariot card the shit out of those goals. But don't give up. The first key to fixing something is admitting that you have a problem, right? It's that old, that old, uh, AA pledge, right? The first step is admitting that you have a problem. So if you, like me, have an issue with spiritual bypassing, admit it. Sit with it. 
steep yourself in the uncomfortable until it is uncomfortable no more. And then hold yourself accountable through journaling, through scheduling, through five minutes a day, whatever you can handle at your particular step in your life's journey and make that commitment to moving forward. This healing journey ain't love and light the whole fucking way. It's not even love and light half of the way. It's it's pretty wild. It's destruction. It's demolition, right? It's burning everything to the ground so you are the phoenix rising from the ashes. I challenge you to burn the old you to the ground. Stop the bypassing. Hold yourself accountable and move forward. And let's do this. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning into the Spiritual Tea Time podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast, if this struck a chord in any way, shape or form, go ahead and uh, support down below. All the links are there. Buy me a coffee. Grab some merch. Also support Nocturnum. He does the music for this podcast. His awesome song, Black, is the one that I use at the beginning and end here. And he's got a new song coming out. So check his links out. Check his IG out. Check his SoundCloud out. And let's do the damn thing. Other than that, I will catch y'all for next week's episode. Much love and luck on your journey. Peace.